Ahoy! And welcome to the Sea Captain Way podcast with Phil Bender and Greg Patton, where we help listeners navigate the uncharted waters, personal and professional growth. The Sea Captain Way is about energizing top performers to take on risks and push beyond their comfort zone to pursue life-changing goals and achieve peak performance. We're going to help you build your vision by showing you how to break free of boundaries that are holding you back. So, Phil, we're happy to have Ray Collins on the Sea Captain Way podcast today. Ray is a global luxury realtor at Coldwell Banker who is in the top 3% of realtors at Coldwell Banker worldwide and a two-time winner of the firm's International President's Elite Award. He was previously an award-winning TV news anchor and reporter on the Gulf Coast of Florida. Ray also continues to use his journalism experience as a media trainer and a publicist, as well as a tennis and travel writer. So welcome, Ray. Yeah, welcome, Ray. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Phil. Great to be here. Thanks for the buildup. You read my writing perfectly. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, coming from another writer, Greg Patton, it, he tends to make this copy pop. We journalism uh, majors got to stick together. That's right. Yeah. But in your case, it doesn't not very hard to do because you've you've achieved in so many different areas, and it's really a unique combination you have. So I'm looking forward to spending some time with you, having met you, of course, and but spending some time with the audience today on some of the successes and challenges in this career that you pursued. Yeah, thank you. I think anyone watching might be able to learn something because I did not expect to have a sharp turn into a second career. And have it take off as it has. So, you know, the old expression of, if I can do it, you can do it. And <laughs> over the next few minutes, we'll, t- we'll tell you how and why, perhaps. So, Ray, you were able to transition from a successful broadcast news career to becoming a global luxury realtor. Everybody's familiar with the great resignation or the big quit in the job market during the last few years, but you were actually part of the great reimagination movement, right? <laughs> How did your journalism skills translate into this approach? Well, more than I ever imagined. First of all, I spent about 35 years on TV and radio, and I felt the business was just arcing. Come the 1990s, internet, cell phones, streaming services, suddenly who was watching local TV news anymore? And I, I felt it. I could tell the difference from when I first began back in the mid-80s. So somebody had said to me, you know, you'd be wise to try to capitalize or monetize your name recognition and credibility in real estate. And I said, I don't, I have zero interest in real estate. But it turns out, Phil, that there's some transferable skills. There's a certain tenacity you need as a reporter, being punctual, a certain passion, follow up, and marketing skills. I never realized I was in sales and marketing as a reporter But every day I was trying to talk people into going on TV who oftentimes didn't want to go on TV. It was the worst day of their lives. So a lot of those skills uh, did transfer. And no one's more surprised than I am that it's worked out well so far in real estate. That's pretty exciting. And and having done the same thing, in other words, reimagining career, I can appreciate all that goes into that. And an interesting choice, as it turns out, for you. Greg, what kind of question do you have for Ray here? Yeah. So just a quick follow on to that is how how does what you learned about people as a journalist apply to your new career? There's an expression I love to use that's probably overused, and that's called know how to read the room. You know, when you approach somebody who might not be ready to sell yet or somebody who's red hot to sell or vice versa, it's just being a bit of a chameleon. Getting back to TV again, I can recall calling somebody and saying, can I put you on TV? And they'd say, absolutely not. And I'd say, I I fully understand why you wouldn't want to. You've gone through a challenging situation with whatever happened to them. 
an hour later, they're putting the mic on because I would sympathize with them and try to draw them back out. So again, the sales skills I didn't think I had seemed to play in real estate. And so far, it's going in the right direction. So I mentioned when we first spoke that my sister was a television reporter for 20 years and leveraged her experience in broadcast news into her role as a senior social media and digital strategist in an aerospace company. I was talking to her about having you on the podcast, and she thought it would be interesting for me to ask you about your experience now giving a voice to something inanimate, you know, a house in this instance, versus previously interviewing a person. So can you share your thoughts about how you do storytelling for a residence? Yeah, she's referring to the, the videos that I produce, because that's what kind of took things off for me was when I first got a nice big listing, a million dollar listing near the water here in Sarasota, Florida, I produced a video about it, specializing on the location or the another unique thing about it. So I approached like a news story and brought out the most important part, tried to find mm-hmm. the hook of the home that I was trying to sell and approached it like that. Just like I'd approach mm-hmm. any kind of news story. You know, I go into a, a situation, not knowing anything about it, find what's most unique, make that the lead of the story. Just like I now make that unique front door or that large kitchen or the giant backyard, mm-hmm. the hook of my stories, videos about, mm-hmm. uh, about real mm-hmm. estate. So yeah, your sister's right that things do transfer. And I guess one more thing real quickly, I did produce stories five days a week for decades and it was all well and good. Nine times out of 10, the next day it was a fresh canvas again. This seems to have more mm-hmm. legs. I'm, I'm helping people with some major decisions in their lives and I, I feel more pertinent. Yeah, I could see it as a, you have a direct link to a very emotional purchase, uh, emotional time in their lives. And you can see that. Whereas when you're working on screen, maybe you don't know all the time the impact that the story's making directly, but here you've got a direct access to that achievement, right? Yeah. There's nothing superficial about real estate. It's real life stuff. I just spent the past two weeks trying to sell a condo. And then and just 10 minutes ago, the buyer backed out for no real reason. She had cold feet, but mm-hmm. you know, hours and hours and hours on that. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you know, real estate's the be-all, end-all. There's some serious highs and some serious lows. But so far for me, again, the theme here is I found some skills that worked in my previous career that could transfer. So for anybody watching, think about that. What do you do yeah. well? What do you do well currently that might be valuable in another line of work? Oftentimes, you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. I know a couple of the key traits of a successful news reporter are to be tenacious and able to relentlessly follow up to get a story that you're chasing, right? How did those and other skills you hone during your broadcast career now translate into entrepreneurism? How do you get the results? When I was a reporter, I was never off duty. Seven days a week, my phone, or back in the old days, my beeper could go off and I got to go to work. And I guess I got used to that since I was 22 years old. So then in my 50s, as a realtor, I still take those phone calls and respond to those texts and emails as fast as I can. I don't ever say, oh, sorry, I'm off today. I've never used that phrase in my life. <laughs> I think that comes in handy to, to most of the reviews I get from clients say Ray was always responsive to me. And as I was as a broadcaster with breaking news, and it, it can't change now with people's uh, very important real estate purchases. Yeah. So it always, you just have to be on. 
Right. You know, and running a business, real estate, you have to manage this 24-7. Now you can do that with good structure. You know, it doesn't mean you don't play golf or have or in your case, tennis. Right. You know, but those are important layers. Um, I get it. Greg, what else you got? Yeah. So Ray, you have a media consulting company that helps corporate executives and business owners and nonprofits with media training. Can you explain how you work with your clients and what this includes and some of the challenges they face? Well, yeah, sure. It's good to have a side hustle. I mean, real estate's not busy <laughs> every single moment, so I don't want to forget what I did for a living. And, you know, having been around the news world for as long as I was, and that starts when I was about 12 years old, I used to hang around my, my father's friend's CBS affiliate in Buffalo, and I just loved being around it. But in answer to your question just now, Greg, I have the answer key to help people with their speeches, their emails, their presentations, the way they dress. So I'd be silly to sit on that information. So I've always had a steady stream of people approach me saying, hey, could could you listen to this speech that I just did and give me some feedback? Mm -hmm. That's what I do. People that are in where I live, I'll videotape them doing a a mock speech. Then we'll look at it together. Because sometimes you have little quirks or ticks in your delivery that you don't know you had. When I first got on TV after years in radio, I watched my first air check and I couldn't believe the various faces that I inadvertently made or the ways I moved. So there's things I, I pass along and I enjoy doing that. And oftentimes those media consulting clients might want to buy a house. So it all works out after all. Yeah. I've never had any official media training, but I did. I was going to go on the news to be interviewed about a local issue here in St. Louis. So I asked my sister, who had the television reporter, how I should go. You know, she had any tips for me. And she said, well, I would say don't answer questions they don't ask because that makes you look crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I've done that five times the past five minutes here. (laughs) Right. right, Not not to delve too deeply into my syllabus, but what I do tell people is you're always on the record. Don't let your guard down. A lot of times Mm -hmm. I was interviewing people and once I'd shut the camera off, they'd start to tell the truth. And I'd say, you know, I could burn you with this, but I'm not going to. Or even when I'd say, okay, I'm going to set the camera back a little farther and get a two shot of us chatting. And then they'd reveal things to me. And I thought, gosh, I could use this. And sometimes I did, you know. Yeah. Um, Well, mm -hmm. it's what it's all about. I mean, it's like 60 minutes, right? It's that style where, you know, they all of a sudden they start to share more than you even thought they would because they're on mm -hmm. TV, right? Yeah. I saw the reporter, Chris Wallace you know, his being interviewed about his career. And they said, did it help your career that you had a famous father? You know, there was a TV broadcasting legend. And he said, oh, well, I have to admit that it did. It was very beneficial to me, especially when I was started. But he said, if the flip side of the coin is, can you imagine coming home, you know, as a teenager after curfew and having Mike Wallace sitting up <laughs> waiting for you? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. That's it, Yeah. So, uh, you know, this resume just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And as we sort of put a bow on this thing, you also have a monthly travel column called One Tank Trips, where you travel to and write reviews about resorts. Boy, you stay busy. This sounds like this sounds like a good gig. What inspired you to start doing this? I think a a magazine popped up in, in Sarasota years ago called Totally Tennis Magazine. And uh, I knew the people running it, and they needed some content. So I called the local uh, tennis academy, IMG, you know, Nick Balateri's Tennis Academy. And I said, can I come out there and do a feature story about it? They said, sure. And I wrote a story, and the magazine loved it. And I said, oh, maybe I'll keep on tr- doing this. And now it's been 14 years and about 
200 articles later, and it's developed into a nice little gig. You know, after you've got a body of nice. work, 14 years, I'll reach out to a resort, you know, in New England or the West Coast and say, listen, this is what I've been doing. This is what I can do for you. Let me know if we can work out some kind of barter. And more often than not, they'll say, come on out. And so, yeah, that, that has snowballed nicely as well. Oh, that's a good way to do it. I didn't think about the opportunity to, you know, you're giving them a gift by doing all this. Yeah, so uh, mutual, you, yeah. you end up getting a nice little uh, vacation out of it too, probably. Yeah, the, that uh, works. So as we wrap today, real quick question around, you know, with our audience, they're seeing somebody who's had success, had achievement oriented, reimagining their career. And for that person that's sitting there saying, you know what? enough's enough. I need to think about the next stage. What kind of risks should I take? What kind of advice might you give them as you're thinking about that? Well, it, it sounds cliche, but I say, do it. You know, don't put it off. You know, how many more cliches? You only live once. Yeah. This is not a dress rehearsal. So do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times people said to me decades ago, gosh, you're a TV news anchor. I would have loved to have done that. I wanted to be a sportscaster, but I didn't have the guts. I think what a sad thing to go through your life wishing you had done something else. So yeah. um, for those watching, it's not too late. Try to develop that passion, at least as a part-time job or a side hustle of some sort. But, you know, get out a blank legal pad and jot down what you really want to do and jot down what you think your strengths are. And maybe you might parlay that into a, a new career or at least a new hobby. But by all means, do it today and don't put it off any longer. Yeah, so true. Greg, as we wrap, anything you want to add? Yeah. So Ray, what if somebody wants to buy a house in Florida that's listening? What are the, how do they get a hold? How do they contact you? That's your best question of the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a few different ways, but the easiest is just to say raycollinsmedia at gmail.com. Yeah. That comes right to me. There's also a website, Ray Collins Media. So I'd love to hear from any of your, your other viewers, if I can help you buy or sell a place in Florida or anywhere for that matter. I'm with Caldwell Banker. We've got a worldwide network so I can help you find a realtor in Des Moines or San Diego. Well, Ray, it was an absolute pleasure to spend this time with you, having met you now, having you know understood now the pursuit. And one of the great gifts is that you mentioned is do it, but don't look past doing it with someone who's done it before you. And therefore, the coaching comes into play. And that's what we're all about. And that's why we do this is to get good information out to people and great stories of people who have taken some risks and achieved some things. And so you are, you are just a terrific ambassador for that. So thanks again for being with us today. Guys, you do great work. I'm honored and flattered to be part of your program today. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Take care, buddy. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Sea Captain Way podcast. If you found the conversation valuable, please like, share, and post a review on your favorite podcast app. To learn more about Sea Captain Coaching and how you can start taking advantage of our purpose-driven coaching guidance, visit us at seacaptaincoaching.com and get the Sea Captain view on navigating uncharted waters of growth. The link is in the show notes. You can also follow us at Sea Captain Coaching on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Wishing you fair winds and a following sea on your journey. 